stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, so Alberta is likely on the eve of uh, reopening some businesses, restaurants, you know, pubs, cafes, retail, part of phase one. Then eventually, if all goes well, we'll get into phase two and phase three. Now, there's an interesting question when it comes to movie theaters and the idea of going to a movie. Where, where does that fit in? How do we measure or assess what the risk is of going to a movie based on what we know about how the disease is, is transmitted? Uh, and from what I've read, I mean, I, I think the idea that if you have some some distancing in a movie theater, even people wearing masks, uh, that the risk can be minimal. That certainly there's a lot more risk when it comes to activities where people are uh, face-to-face talking or singing or shouting or chanting, these kinds of activities. So maybe that that's something that we can get to relatively quickly. But are people eager to go back to movies? As kind of the, the whole experience of movie watching movies change coming out of this? Are people a lot more comfortable now maybe watching movies on, on their couch uh, as opposed to going to the movie theater? So I think there's some big questions about, you know, how, how this is all going to change and how to address this. And then there's the question of, you know, can Hollywood get back to the business of making movies with all of this going on? Uh, so someone with uh, a lot of thoughts on all of this and uh, very pleased to, to get his insight on uh, some of these important questions. He is uh, Vince uh, Guzzo, a Montreal-based uh, entrepreneur, owns a chain of cinemas in Quebec, and you know him as Mr. Sunshine, one of the dragons on CBC's Dragon Den, uh, Dragon's Den television show. Vince, so great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, so let me ask, first of all, are there, are there any movie theaters anywhere in Canada of all provinces shut them all down? No. So what basically happened, if I remember well, is Quebec shut us down. Um, and then I think everybody else willfully shut okay. themselves down. You know, uh, so in other words, the only one who's got an order to shut down is is Quebec. Oh, I see. If okay, I remember well. you know, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so the theaters you own are, are primarily in Quebec. Is that right? That's right. Montreal, Greater Montreal. So we're shut down. Yeah, we're. Yeah. We've been and shut I mean, down yeah. since the fifteenth of March. Is that right? See, so, yeah, almost two yeah. months now. And yeah. any indication as to where that that fits in in terms of a, a timetable for for reopening well yeah you have to remember we have two two very important issues that that face movie theaters more than other types of industries so you know you, if you're a restaurant you open up and you serve the food that that you make so yeah so you're how can i tell you? you're the you're the creator of the product or the service you you give in the case of movie theaters the day we open up um, I, I didn't make any movies yet, at least, or, or, or I don't have any movies, so I've got to uh, rely on Canadian uh, distributors and on U.S. and international distributors to give me pictures and make them available. The right. problem with them is that they're all trying to maximize their release, the, the, the revenue possibility based on a release date. So obviously you'll realize that if the U.S. is shut down, chances of us getting... U.S. product up in Canada is very unlikely. So we're then going to sit there and say, well, do we really want to force, you know, the government's hand to let us open? And so that's what we were faced with in early May when when we were shut down, you know, the bet that some of us had taken is this is going to last three to four weeks. So we were saying, okay, let's start reopening. Let's look at reopening May 15. You know, it's Victoria Day weekend, Mm -hmm. you know, weekends only, 
you know, and so forth and so forth. And and so we saw the way things panned out, and we saw the way uh, things were were being handled. And we said, you know what, ah, uh, you know, m- might be a little difficult. But then what really put a a nail in the coffin was when the studio said we're moving all of our June pictures, you know, to July, August, September, October. So now we've got no pictures in June. So why would we want to open May 15th? So we found a new date. So the date in the rest of Canada, I would say in all of Canada, would probably be the 26th of June. In Quebec, because we have Saint-Jean-Baptiste Day, which is our, I guess, our civic or our our provincial um, holiday, on the 24th, we thought, you know, we'll open on the 19th, we'll make it a whole, you know, French picture thing, and, you know, we'll maybe do a free day or whatever and try and get people back, you know, to sort of uh, out of confinement and out of quarantine and in, in, in into theaters. The problem is that movies then move further. So all of the, you know, early July movies, the U.S. July movies, move to middle of July. So now we don't have a picture technically, you know, a huge picture till july 17 which is tenet which is um uh chris nolan's movie oh yes that's right. um and so we have now you know smaller distributors coming out with what i would call a minus movies but we don't have any a double you know uh, uh double a movies uh, or triple a movies yet <laughs> so we're reevaluating now if we want to open the 19th and maybe we'll just do an event for the 24th and then we'll open the 26th um you know, so, so we have to factor in two things. We have to factor in how is this pandemic, you know, evolving. Uh, uh, we need to factor in, do we have movies? Because, you know, the last thing we want is to open up a theater, uh, lose money, but then also have the media interpret the lack of attendance um, and interpret that as fear when it when it's right. not fear. You know, what it probably will be is that there's no movies, and you know people have probably seen most of the movies that we would have available to show on either a platform or on a streaming or you know whatever. So, you know, so so that's where we're in a difficult position right now in determining when we would um, when we would start. Yeah, well, and, and movie theaters are, are specifically identified in Alberta's relaunch strategy, part of phase two. So we're about to get yeah. into phase one and. And that would be part of the next phase. But how do you see it being different, the experience of going to the theaters, at least initially being different? Well, one of the things we're going to try and avoid, right? I mean, uh, you're going to be going to a movie theater, which is technically recreational um, and and an amusement place. So the last thing we want is to have our staff in masks and, you know, and in these gloves and and, and almost looking like they work at an emergency place. um, facility. So what we're going to do, I mean, what we've done or, or what we've discussed with our employees is to put, you know, all of our staff in visors with no masks so that they are still protected. Uh, we're also looking at uh, not uh, getting them to wear the gloves, but we, we will uh, demand that they wash their hands every 15 to, you know, half an hour, which we can do. I mean, we have the, you know, the facilities behind the concession counters, and we also have bathrooms that they can go in readily. It's not a, we're not holding them back. Then the other thing we've, we've already ordered uh, what I would call hand sanitation, you know, Perel stations or hand sanitation right. stations, so that when you buy your ticket, right before you get, you know, checked by the usher that you do have a ticket, you will, he's there to monitor that not only you have a ticket, but that you wash your hands with the hand sanitizing, and then you can go into the auditorium, I guess. But 
Uh, when it comes to the auditorium, right now we've, you know, I was the one, a lot of people don't realize this, but I was the one when the government in Quebec said, you know, we're going to limit, um, um, you know, groups of people to under 250 people. I'm the one who called them up and said, guys, you can't do that for movie theaters uh, because we have auditoriums of 100 seats. So what does that mean? Does it mean I can fill up my 100 seats? That's not what you want. You you want some distancing between people, right? And so that's where we developed the 50% rule, and that's where further that rule became what you know, was being imposed on restaurants and so forth and so forth. So we're going to use the 50% rule. Uh, in some theaters in the U.S. that have reopened, they've started off with a 25% uh, capacity, mm-hmm. Um which, which at, at first hand looks like, oh my God, that's insane! Like you know, in, in a in a 400 seat auditorium, we only have 100 people. It looks very strange on how you could make money. Truth of the matter is that whether it's 25 or 50, the likelihood of us making money until we get some double A picture is very remote. So for us, it's more of a, of a uh, call it a two week, three week uh, uh, training process for when that bigger picture comes up. And when that bigger picture does come up, you know, we're probably going to still be at a 50% capacity. And what we'll do is we'll just play that movie on so many more screens than we would normally, that we'll still be able to get the 100% capacity potential out of that movie, but over four auditoriums or over, you know, three auditoriums or whatever it is. Um, you know, now, now, you know, there's a few questions that always, you know, that I always get asked about this. It's sort of like, so you guys are going to police, you know, where people sit. And I said to them, you know, I said to most people, I said, well, look, I'm not going to police anything. What I'm going to do is I'm really going to tell people, you know, it's a 50% capacity. Now, if you're sitting next to your wife and somebody comes to sit right next to you, I'm assuming that you're old and mature enough to tell that person is there a reason why you're sitting right next to me when, when right. there's so many other empty seats, right? Half of the auditorium is at least empty, that's for sure. So I think I think some of the policing is going to be done by itself. I, I You know, my concern, I think, is going to be that, you know, I think people have had enough of, of the quarantining. I, I think it was... Um, I, you know, I'm not going to say badly planned out, but, but I think that the... the um, some of the public health, um, you know, directors, I, I, I think, you know, didn't do their math. I mean, it, it's nice to be a pandemic expert. I, I think you should have always have a mental health ex- expert there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the, some of the contradictions we're getting here in Quebec is that, you know, if you're 60 and older, you can go work, you can babysit your grandchildren, but you can't have supper with them. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, come on, guys, you know, which one is it? So, you know, I think that what we need to... Um, work out in our minds is that or or in the government's minds or in everybody's mind let's say is you know if i can go work you know i can understand you don't want me to um you know do my recreational in in a in a call it um irresponsible way but you know so you don't want to go to a you know a music festival with 22,000 people that are all jumping next to each other sweating and you know, maybe even doing the human wave or whatever. Right. But, I mean, for, 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 you know, for anybody to say, well, you know, you're allowed to work, you're allowed to risk, you know, your health or whatever at work, but then your mental health, we don't care. You're going to still stay locked up at home and not be able to go out is a little exaggerated. So I think somewhere along the way, I think, you know, there's a lot of, uh, 
a lot of thinking that's going to have to go through this after we're all said and done because, I mean, I think we've all uh, pretty much understood that this isn't about whether we're going to get the virus or not. It's really when we're going to get it. And we just want to make sure that when we get it, our medical system can handle it. So the question is, why can't our medical system handle more than, than you know, having to keep us quarantined in our homes? But I think on a, on a theater level, what we've seen out of the uh, Texas experience right now, they open May 2nd, is that they were pretty much, I would tell you, sold out on their capacity level. So in other words, they went in with a 25% capacity. And I would tell you that out of that 25% capacity, they were almost 100% sold out. So people actually were willing to go watch movies and so forth. It is a different experience. You know, Mm -hmm. will we be wearing masks or not? I'm not sure. Um, You know, I think wearing masks just needs to be explained to people. You know, I I think, um, you know, I I think I explained it to to some of my kids in a way that that they understood. And and that they understood, I'm assuming everybody can, you know, I mean, a lot of people don't understand that it's not, you're not wearing the mask because you're protecting yourself. You're actually wearing a mask to protect others. Right. And if they wear their mask, then they're also protecting you. So yeah. and that's your catch-22 where everybody's protecting each other, right? So th- that's just got to get through to us, I guess. And um, and then I, I, I'm hoping that in the future, if you're sick, you just stay home. You don't. You know, you don't just want to go out, I guess. Uh, right, exactly. I wonder, yeah. too, I mean, you know, with, with production on, on films kind of on hold for now, I mean, there's obviously some that are backed up that are, will be released at some point. Is there going to be a gap anywhere at some point down the road with, you know, between the films that have already been made and the ones that haven't yet been completed? Well, what I would tell you is uh, probably not. And, and I'll tell you why, because, you know, uh, there's there's always more movies being produced and actually get released in theaters. Um, so what, what's you know what's probably gonna ha- you know for example, you know right now what you're getting is you're actually getting a whole bunch of movies for the last three months who have been pushed back. By them pushing into July, August, September, October, November, some of the movies that were there are now being pushed further back as well, right? So every you know so for example. You know, uh, I call it uh, Fast uh, Fast and the Furious, the latest uh, edition, was supposed to release at the end of May. It's now been pushed to June of next year, right? So oh, okay. the movie's there. We haven't really lost it. Uh, the other thing is, you know, most movies are produced and then put on a shelf to find the right release date. Sometimes that shelf, shelf life could be six months to a year. So that means there's a sort of a storage period mm-hmm. i have to believe that in that storage is is movies that are there right i mean this for us i would tell you this for the movie industry is probably the same thing as what happened i believe it was in 2007 eight or nine where there was a writer strike right so everybody was scared that if the writers went on strike nobody would nobody right. would be able to produce movies and so the truth of the matter is that they went through that strike it lasted nine months and well, I mean, I never noticed that my movie, my movie count dropped, you know, uh, per se. So, so there, there's actually, uh, like I said, there's actually storage space and there's actually, uh, um, you know, inventory when it comes to movies. All right. Well, we'll see how it all goes from here. Much more at MrSunshine.com. Vince, thanks so much <laughs> for joining us here today. Appreciate it. Thank this. you. Thank you very much.
All right, all the best. Take care. Uh, that is uh, the man they call Mr. Sunshine of Vince, uh, Vincenzo uh, Guzzo. You know him, of course, one of the dragons on the Dragon's Den. That was a chain of theaters uh, in Quebec. And so some interesting thoughts on what next for the movie theater business. All right, our number here, 403-974-8255. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.